Have I got a doozy of a topic for this week? As you may or may not know, I had diabetes type 2 before two-thirds of my pancreas was removed to rid me of cancer. I've also had chronic kidney disease for 13 years now. I know, what a medical mess, but an alive medical mess. I was on glipizide, an oral medication for diabetes, for a while and then it just didn't work well, so we switched to injectable insulin. That was doing the job for a while and then. I have blood glucose readings in the 300s, 400s, even hitting 500. That is so not normal. My usual blood glucose range is 70 to 150. Wait a minute. My EPFR tanked, too. It went from 50% to 40%. The wannabe detective in me saw a connection here, but was it real? Time to start digging. There are a few things you should know first. One would be the function of the pancreas and what that has to do with insulin. Medicine Net tells us. The pancreas, which is about the size of a hand, is located in the abdomen, just behind the stomach. It is surrounded by other organs including the small intestine, liver, and spleen. Lost my spleen, too, during the cancer surgery, the pancreas plays a vital role in converting the food into energy. It mainly performs two functions, an exocrine function, that means the secretion it produces is released outside its source, that helps in digestion and an endocrine function, this means the hormone is released directly into the bloodstream, that controls blood sugar levels. Because of the deep location of the pancreas, tumors of the pancreas may be difficult to locate. The exocrine pancreas produces natural juices called pancreatic enzymes to break down food. These enzymes travel through the tubes or ducts to reach the duodenum. That's the part of the small intestine located below the stomach. The pancreas makes about 8 ounces of digestive juices filled with enzymes every day. The different enzymes are as follows. Lipase, along with bile, these enzymes break down fats. Poor absorption of fats leads to diarrhea and fatty bowel movements. Protease, it breaks down proteins and builds immunity against the bacteria and yeast present in the intestine. Poor absorption of proteins can cause allergies. Amylase, it helps to break down starch into sugar, which is then converted to energy to meet the body's demand. Undigested carbohydrates can cause diarrhea. Unlike enzymes, hormones are released directly into the bloodstream. Pancreatic hormones include Insulin, this hormone is produced in the beta cells of the pancreas and helps the body to use sugar as the energy source. Lack of insulin can increase blood sugar levels in the blood and cause serious diseases such as diabetes. I bolded this. Glucagon, alpha cells produce the hormone glucagon. If blood sugar gets too low, glucagon helps to increase it by sending a message to the liver to release the stored sugar. Amylin, a hormone called amylin is made in the beta cells of the pancreas. This helps in controlling our appetite, eating behavior. You'll find the same sort of explanations in my upcoming new book, Cancer Dancer. I'll let you know when it's released. You may need these reminders about your kidney function. Estimated glomerular filtration, abbreviated as EGFR or GFR, rates of 40% and 50% are both stage 3 CKD. But stage 3 is broken down to two parts, 45-59% to is stage 3A while 30-44% to is stage 3B worse than stage 3A. So, I dropped from stage 3A to 3B. Hmm, was that because my blood glucose was so high? According to the National Kidney Foundation, diabetes can harm the kidneys by causing damage to blood vessels inside your kidneys. The filtering units of the kidney are filled with tiny blood vessels. Over time, high sugar levels in the blood can cause these vessels to become narrow and clogged. Again, my bolding, without enough blood, the kidneys become damaged and albumin, a type of protein, passes through these filters and ends up in the urine where it should not be. 
Nerves in your body. Diabetes can also cause damage to the nerves in your body. Nerves carry messages between your brain and all other parts of your body, including your bladder. They let your brain know when your bladder is full. But if the nerves of the bladder are damaged, you may not be able to feel when your bladder is full. The pressure from a full bladder can damage your kidneys. Urinary tract. If urine stays in your bladder for a long time, you may get a urinary tract infection. This is because of bacteria. Bacteria are tiny organisms like germs that can cause disease. They grow rapidly in urine with a high sugar level. You guessed it, my bolding, most often these infections affect the bladder, but they can sometimes spread to the kidneys. Well, if your kidneys' blood vessels are narrowed and clogged, or you can't tell when your bladder is full, or a bladder infection spreads to the kidneys, your kidneys are not going to work as well as they should. If you don't remedy any of these three problems, it stands to reason you could be harming your kidneys which would reduce your kidney function. Davida, the dialysis and CKD education company that helped me bring CKD education to the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community when I first started working for CKD awareness, puts it quite succinctly. When blood sugar levels get too high, the condition is called hyperglycemia. Hyperglycemia is a problem for people with diabetes, and it poses a significant health risk when you have chronic kidney disease, CKD. If your diabetes is not controlled, it can lead to increased loss of kidney function, cardiovascular disease, vision loss and other complications. That's why it is vital for people with kidney disease and diabetes to learn the symptoms of high blood sugar and develop ways to prevent it. You know who bolded that? Like insulin. In my case, it's a matter of learning the appropriate dosage of insulin. It's still new to me and, obviously, too low a dosage. We'll get it right. Until next week. Keep living your life.